while financially in like the immediate return on my investment might not be monetarily, I am, however, experiencing a mega return on my energetic investment. And when I have more energy and I feel really good, I can show up and make more money. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Welcome back, babe, to another episode of the Boldly Courageous Podcast. I am so grateful that you are here with me today. And I want to talk to you guys today about how to determine what the return on an investment will be. So the inspiration for this came up because lately I've been doing a lot of discovery calls. I've opened up my one-to-one private mentorship. I don't do this very often because I'm really specific with my energy and my one-to-one clients really get a lot of my effort and energy and focus hands-on in their business. So I'm really, really particular about how many clients I take on. But recently I've had some capacity to bring on four new clients. And in the conversations that we've been having in our discussions has been coming up around the investment and you know how much money it will be and whether or not they're actually going to see a return on the investment. And I can see the wheels turning in their brain of like, okay, this is the investment. This is how long it is. These are my goals. Like, and the number one question that always comes up, whether they actually verbalize it or not is, will I get a return on my investment? What if I waste all this money? What if I, you know, quote unquote spend all this money and I don't make it back. And that's a legitimate question that you have to ask yourself whenever it comes to how you decide to co-create with your money. Because I truly believe that every financial decision we make is a decision to co-create with our money in a very specific way. And that co-creation can be one of major empowerment and we can see a return on that investment. And it can also be one of major disempowerment and we can actually lose money, we might gain a valuable lesson, but we can, we can easily move into a space of, of like loss. Right. So when it comes to how we co-create with our money, I really want to share, um, I have seven questions or seven ways in which you can look at whether or not this thing that I'm buying will yield me a return on my investment, seven different ways or seven different categories that you can get a return on your investment. Money is not the only return on your investment that you can get. So before we even dive into these seven things, I think it's important to set the stage a little bit and really define the difference between spending and investing. Now, if you've been around a little while, you might know that I'm like obsessed with money. Abundance is my love language. And I've been there. Like when I lost my job in 2012, I had over $100,000 worth of debt. I owed back taxes to the IRS. I was late on literally every credit card. They were all maxed out. And I was tying so much of my self-worth to my net worth. And I was on the verge of bankruptcy. So I had a lot of work to do around how I used my money, around spending. And 
just the energetics behind money and abundance. So if you're in a place right now where you're feeling less than empowered <laughs> with your finances, I just want you to know that I see you, I acknowledge you, and there's always a way to navigate through it. I've done a couple podcast episodes on this, so you can scroll back and check out um, some of the episodes I've done around money and abundance. And you can always follow me on social media at the Melissa Martin on all the things where I talk a lot about abundance and just, I share more about my story and how I was able to shift out of lack and into abundance. And one of the really big shifts that I was able to make was my mindset around how I co-created with my money, like I shared earlier. So we all have choices every single day when it comes to how we use our money. And some of those choices can actually get us closer to pleasure and the results that we want for an empowered life. And some of the decisions come from old wiring, old operating systems, fear and lack and disempowerment and actually keep us in this self perpetual hamster wheel of debt and stress and anxiety when it comes to money. And a lot of these things are subconscious. And I know for me, once I started to bring a lot of awareness around my money, I started to notice that when I would use my money in certain ways, I would actually see a positive return on that investment. And then when I would use my money in other ways, there would be nothing positive that would come out of it. And it actually felt like I had spent that money, like I had flushed it down the toilet, right? So when we think about investing our money, we think about co-creating with our money in a way that's going to yield us a return. We're going to get an actual positive, long-lasting benefit that's tied to something that we want in the future, right? So that might be joining a network marketing company. Your upfront investment is an investment in your business. It's an investment in your starter kit, your products, your testimonials, your own experience, your familiarity with the company. You get access to the business tools, right? So that's an investment right now in the future for yourself, right? Um, you might invest in a one-to-one private coach, like my clients do. That's an investment that they're making in themselves for the future. And they expect to get a return on that investment, right? So th these are ways that we can make investments in ourselves where right now we might experience a short-term sacrifice and that short-term sacrifice might be parting with our money, right? But the benefit is the long-term, the long-term benefit, right? We're going to yield a return on that benefit in the long run. So that's, those are just a couple of examples of how we might invest our money. Now, what does it look like if we're spending our money? So when we spend our money, we're using it in a way that really doesn't feel one in alignment with our higher selves, two, it definitely gives us a short-term benefit, but over the long-term, we actually end up with a loss or we actually end up moving into um, like a, like a long-term pain point or we're just foregoing the thing that we really, really want. So what does that look like? Uh, for me, food is a big one that comes up, right? So I have choices in how I spend my money and going to McDonald's and spending five bucks on low quality, low vibrational food might solve a short-term problem, might give me a short-term benefit, right? I'm starving, I'm on the road, I need to eat something. But the long-term uh, pain from partying with my money and co-creating that way is like, I'm gonna feel terrible, my stomach's not gonna feel good, it's low frequency, low vibrational food, and it doesn't actually align with my value system, which is about health, wellness, and energy, right? So another way that we might spend money is emotionally, right? I know for me, when I lost my job in 2012, I was really depressed. I'm just being fully honest. And I thought that 
if I created an environment where I was surrounded with luxury things or like bougie stuff that I would feel really good. So I would go to target when I was depressed, true story. And I would like blackout. I would walk down the aisles and I would buy, especially this time of year, like, Oh man, pumpkin spice, everything and cozy throw pillows and like decorations for my house, like short-term benefit, long-term sacrifice, right? The short-term benefit was the dopamine hit. It made me feel good in the moment. I was super depressed. I got a short-term like moment of peace or excitement, but long-term it just drained my bank account and it, there was no return on that investment. It didn't actually give me the true peace that I was looking for. So I think it's really important when we are navigating through a financial decision to really get clear on what is the return on this investment. And am I actually like spending money or am I actually investing it in something? So you ready? I'm going to share seven different returns on your investment that you can experience. And this would be a really great exercise for you to go through if you are navigating a big decision or big financial purchase. Like if it's 10 bucks at Starbucks, maybe you go through this process. But you know, if you're investing four or five figures, even six figures into a mastermind or a coaching program or joining a business or starting a business, these would be some of the things that you would want to sit and think about. And uh, real quick sidebar, when it comes to investing in your business, cause I know there's a lot of business owners that I'm talking to. When you think about investing in a course, when you think about investing in working one-to-one with a mentor or even starting a brick and mortar business, I think it's really important for you to remember most businesses are not profitable right away. It takes two or three years for most businesses on average to see a profit which is like mind blowing. It basically means that like you're net zero every single month, what comes in goes right out. Right. And so when I started my business, like I had to think about, okay, like how much revenue can I generate? What am I willing to invest? And even now I'm working, I just hired a CFO in my business, best feeling ever. And you know, we're forecasting for 2021. So part of that is really getting clear on like, okay, how much is going to come into my business? How much profit can I expect? And what do I have available for investments in my business to help me grow? And what is that return on that investment going to be? Okay. So that was just a sidebar. Important to know those things because even when I'm working with clients one-to-one, they want to know, am I going to see a financial return on my investment within six months? And I think it's important to remember that most businesses aren't even profitable for the first year or two, let alone six months. Okay. So number one, number one return on your investment is the obvious one is money. Okay. So I, if I invest 600 bucks in this course, that's going to teach me how to grow my business on social media. How long is it going to take me to see a return on that investment? How long will it take me to make $600 in my business? Well, it might take you five days. It might take you five weeks. Hopefully it doesn't take you five weeks to make $600 in your business. If it does, you definitely need to invest in that course so that you can figure out how to make money faster. Like maybe the social media course isn't the best one for you. Maybe you need one that's going to teach you how to price your products and how to sell, right? So what is the financial return on my investment that I can expect to see on this investment. So when I hired my first coach, she was $12,000 for six months. That was a big investment for me. Um, but I, I believed in myself, number one. And number two, I sat down and I looked at this and I thought, okay, 
I had gotten a 0% interest credit card and the terms on that credit card were 18 months. And I sat down and I said, okay, this investment is $12,000. My goal is at bare minimum, like we're talking bare minimum to make $12,000 in my business. Can I confidently say that I am able to generate $12,000 over the next 18 months? That's less than $1,000 a month. That's like $750 a month, I think, if I'm doing the math right. Anyway, like if I can't possibly generate $12,000 in my business over the next 18 months, that doesn't say anything about the coach or the course or whatever it is that I'm buying. It says a lot more about me and my ability to actually show up and do the work, right? So that's number one, is how quickly do I anticipate seeing a return on my investment? And again, as a small business owner, the average return on your investment is three years, right? Okay, number two is what is the return on my investment? How is this return on my investment going to reflect in me receiving more time? Okay, so second, way that you can get a return on your investment is time. So perfect example. I have, um, we have house cleaners that come and clean our house every single week. It takes them about two hours. I mean, I live in a pretty big house and it's a lot to clean, right? So there's like a team of them. There's like five women that come in to clean and they're amazing. And it takes them a good two to three hours. So the investment, the financial investment that we make into hiring someone to come clean our house once a week provides me time, right? So the return on my investment is more time freedom. So that's two hours a week that I don't need to spend, right? Spend on cleaning the house because that's not going to yield me more money or more time. It's actually going to cost, it's going to actually cost me more money and cost me more time because I could take that two hours that I would have spent cleaning the house and I can use it to create content or create a podcast or, you know, coach a client that's actually going to yield me more money. Right? So when we talk about return on investment, sometimes we're not investing money. Sometimes we're investing time. And what is the return on that investment of time? So hiring an expert, right? So let's say you're paying a CFO to run all the books for your business. I, what my return on my investment for hiring at CFO is going to be is time for sure, energy for sure, and peace of mind. And it's going to free up my time and my space and my energy to go make more money. So therefore my return on my investment will also be financial as well. So when you think about what it is that you're investing in, whether it's a coach or a course or a product or a service, how much time is that investment going to yield you? This is why we hire people to like work on our cars. Like I know people that change their own oil and I'm like, I would much rather have that three hours on a weekend to do something fun that fills my soul and gives me more energy than actually, you know, like do it myself. I'd rather pay somebody. Okay. So the third way that you can get a return on your investment is energy. And guys, I am huge on energy. You know this. Energy is everything. Literally, if I'm exhausted, if my energy is out of alignment and I don't feel good, then I can't create. I can't make money. I can't show up. I can't serve. I don't feel good. I'm not present in my relationship. So my energy is everything. So if I'm going to invest in something, whether it's high vibrational foods, if it's um, like a chiropractor, a massage therapist, if I'm going to invest in an experience, if I'm going to invest in a coach, 
how is this going to impact my energy? Is it going to drain my energy or is it actually going to give me more energy, right? So I am willing to invest in high quality foods. I'm willing to invest in a personal trainer. I have a Peloton. I have an energy healer that I work with. These are investments that I make every single month. And the return that I get on those investments is my energy is higher. I sleep better. I feel stronger. I'm more present and clear throughout the day. You know, my brain fog is better. I'm working on my digestion. There's something going on there, but you get the point, right? So while financially in like the immediate return on my investment might not be monetarily, I am, however, experiencing a mega return on my energetic investment. And when I have more energy and I feel really good, I can show up and make more money, right? It all comes back to money. So number three is what is the return of my investment in terms of energy? Okay. Number four, number four is how, like, what is the return on my investment in terms of relationships? Now, I believe that relationship capital is far more valuable than money in the bank because I've been in experiences in my life where I've had very little money in the bank, but because I had such powerful relationships, I was able to put myself in a room or in a conversation or get on a podcast or have some sort of opportunity for an experience to shift my mindset and allow me to get into an energetics of abundance allow me to make more money or to feel supported in some way, shape or form. And so relationship capital, like you almost can't put a price tag on that. So when it comes to the investments that you're making, how is that going to yield you a return on your relationship capital? So the very first place I started with this type of investment was going to live events. My first big event that I attended was called the Bliss Project with Lori Harder. She's one of my girls. I love her. And she's somebody who helped me shift my mindset tremendously when I was on the early stages of my personal development journey. And the investment to get to the Bliss Project was a couple thousand dollars between hotels, flights, the ticket costs. Of course, you know, I did VIP, food, all the things, right? Outfits. I mean, come on. And the return that I got on that investment from an energetic perspective was amazing. I mean, it filled my cup up like overflowing, but the relationships that I met and the women that I connected with at that event have been some of the best relationships I've created in my life. And as a result of being at that event, I connected with Lori's husband, Chris, we started to build a relationship and then he invited my business partner and I in to join his elite level mastermind. That mastermind, the investment on that mastermind was more than what I made my first year at my corporate job at Fidelity out of college. So there's some perspective, right? But the people in that room, the relationship capital that I've been able to build is like exponentially beyond the dollar amount that the financial investment was. Like I can't put a price tag on the relationships and the friendships and the people that have literally nurtured my soul when I was at my lowest point that have been advocates for me, that have opened doors for me like that, that alone, if I didn't even learn anything in that mastermind about my business, I mean, the, the return on the investment is like multiplied 10 X, like over a million dollars worth of value. Relationship capital is another way that you can determine like, what is the return on my investment? And so let's talk about this on a smaller, not smaller scale, but different scale, like network marketers, right? Why do you join network marketing? You want more time, you want more money and you want to be around like-minded people. So when you invest in getting to your, um, 
leadership events, or even you just invest in the business opportunity and you invest your time and you invest your energy, you get yourself around people that think differently than you. Like I think back to when I joined network marketing, the ability for me to think and dream differently was like mind blowing. And had I not had that experience, I literally would not be where I am today. So when you're buying a course, when you're hiring a coach, when you're joining a mastermind, when you're getting tickets to an event, when you're putting yourself in the room, what is the return that you'll receive in terms of relationship capital? And how is that going to impact other areas of your life? So by having more relationship capital, I'm clearer with my energy because I'm around people who literally don't suck the life out of me. I have more, I have more time freedom in my life because I'm hiring out experts and I then can make more money, which is the ultimate return on our investment. Okay. Number five, the fifth way that you can experience a return on your investment is actually gaining literal experience or a specific skill set. So this might be, you know, um, going to massage therapy school, like I first did, uh, before I knew what entrepreneurship was, right. I invested in a vocation. I invested in a skill. So my money was yielding me a return on my investment by giving me an actual skill set that I could then take out and go monetize. So, you know, what experience are you um, trying to gain? What skill do you want to learn? So, um, again, like there are so many courses that you can take to get certified in like, uh, NLP training, or if you're a personal trainer, maybe you go get a certification, how to teach TRX, or, you know, maybe you get a health coaching certification, right? So these are all like investments that you're making in a specific skill set, in a specific trade that you can then take and go monetize. It's going to give you more credibility. It's going to give you more access to resources, and it's going to allow you to help people and serve in a completely elevated way that maybe you haven't before. So the return on your investment immediately might not be financial, but you're learning something, you're gaining valuable tools that you can then take and alchemize into a business and making more money. You can go and negotiate a higher salary. You can change jobs. I mean, there's so much that you can do with a specific skill set and experience. Okay, so that's number five. Number six is will this return on my investment solve a very specific problem for me? Ooh, I love this one, right? So, how many of us have really specific pain points in our life? Like my first coach, I hired her because I had a very specific problem in my life. I was really stuck around money mindset. Like it was the thorn in my side. It was the thing that was blocking me from all areas of my life. And, you know, up until that point, everything that I had tried continued to get me the exact same results. So at this point I had to decide how much was I willing to invest to solve this problem? And what would the return on that investment be? If I could solve this problem, what would it allow me to do? Right? So if it's confidence, like if confidence is your problem, if weight loss is your problem, if finding your partner is your problem, if like being happier with your partner is your problem, like what is the pain point that you are in right now? And how much is that worth to you? And if you could solve that, what is the return on that investment that you'll get? It's probably not monetary, right? So obviously I hired a money mindset coach. The return on my investment was definitely monetary, but I've also hired relationship coaches before. And the return on the investment did not necessarily yield me more money. What it did do was yield me more energy and more alignment and more happiness and more peace and more joy, which ultimately led me to making more money. So I think you see where this is going, but really getting clear on 
how much pain am I in right now? What is this worth to me? And if I could solve this problem, what would that allow me to do in my life? And am I willing to make that type of an investment? So again, this is like huge when it comes to literally anything in life. Um, like let's use the oil change example for a second. Like I have a specific problem. I need to get my oil change because I'm about to leave for Arizona. It's a seven hour trip. And if I don't get my oil change and it's 110 degrees in the desert, like I run the risk of my car breaking down. So I really need to get this problem solved now. And if the only place that's available to take my car today is 150 bucks for an oil change and normally it's only 50, well, how much is it worth it to me to solve that problem? How badly do I want to go to Arizona? I could do it myself. I could go on YouTube and try and figure that shit out. But like one, I don't have time for that. Two, I don't have energy. Three, I'm not the expert. So I'd rather just pay, make an investment in convenience and security, knowing that it's going to get done the right way and solve my problem now. Okay. Number seven. I really love this one. It's my favorite one. How, uh, in terms of return on your investment, what is the experience or how will this increase or align with my core values? So if I make this investment, how will it increase my overall experiences in life and enhance my core values? So a core value for me is travel. Like, let me tell you something, COVID-19 has really called my core values into alignment. But one of my core values is experiences and travel. Like it literally is part of my business plan because when I travel and when I have experiences, uh, it gives me an opportunity to ground back into my truth. It allows me to have, to get out of my environment, which oftentimes when we are in our environment for too long, we start running on an operating system that's very subconscious and it doesn't always help us. Sometimes we need to break the circuit. We need to break the loop for a little bit. So traveling and experiences and just those types of things really allow me to gain more clarity, reconnect to my truth, have massive breakthroughs. It fills my cup up. I re-energize myself and it's literally the highest form of self-care for me. And it allows me to celebrate everything I work so hard for right? So if I want to take a trip to Hawaii for New Year's and it's 10 grand, the return on my investment is the experience that I'm having and honoring my core values. And when I honor my core values and I give myself permission to celebrate and have experiences like a $10,000 trip to Hawaii, the return on that investment for me is more energy. It's more peace and joy. It's more presence. It's more creativity which allows me to then make more money, <laughs> right? So hopefully you guys are seeing like the, you're connecting the dots on this. So these are my seven gauges or seven ways in which I can receive a return on my investment when it comes to how I use my money, whether I'm hiring a coach, I'm joining a course, I am buying a product, I'm buying an experience. This is kind of the gauge that I follow. Now there might be 10 or 12 of these. Maybe there are a few more that matter to you and ways in which you can measure a return on your investment. But I would really invite you into this process of if you're on the fence of something, right? If you are thinking about enrolling in a course, if you are thinking about joining a business opportunity, starting a business, hiring a coach, joining a mastermind, taking a trip, really sit in with it for a second. And the first question you need to ask yourself in your actual physical body is, is this a yes or is this a no? 
How I know if it's a yes is it feels expansive. Like my heart opens up, I get butterflies in my stomach, I feel tingling, and it just literally in my body feels like a yes. Like I sit up taller, I get excited. If it's a yes, and I'm still nervous around the investment, I say, okay, how can I make this happen? I know my soul is saying this is a yes. How can I justify this? Where will I see a return on my investment? How can I expect to see this investment show up in my life? And what's the value it's going to bring? And I'll go through these seven step, these seven items. And I literally will like journal it out so that I can feel 100% in alignment with the decision I'm making. So that's step one. If it's a no in your body, it will feel very restrictive. It will feel very closed off. It won't feel exciting. You might yawn. You might feel a tightness in your throat. You might get a headache. You might feel like some stomach things. It might feel heavy. That just means it's a no. And you don't even need to like go through this process of deciding, is it worth my investment, right? So step one is, is it a yes or no? And if it's a yes, step two is determining what is the return on my investment that I'm going to get? And you know, you're not always going to feel that the, the dollar amount that you're investing is worth the return that you'll get. Right. So if that coach that I hired said it was $150,000 for six months, I might question whether or not I could make $150 within 18 months of my business. It might not have been a good return on my investment for me. It might not have been reasonable for me at that time. Right. It might've put me into a, place of fear and anxiety. Um, if enrolling in a mastermind is going to put me in a space of like feeling like this is going to be a big time suck for me. It doesn't feel good energetically. I don't like being around people. It's going to cause a lot of issues in my relationship. I'm just about to have a baby. You know, uh, my kids are going back to school, like all these things and I just won't have time for it. Then maybe it's not the right investment for you and you won't really see the return on your investments that you're hoping for. So I hope this helps. I'm sending you guys so much love and just a reminder, I teased it out in my last little episode. If you are somebody who is building a business, you can be a coach, you can be a network marketing, and you're just feeling like you're ready to grow to the next level, but you're just not sure like what's missing. You feel like you just want to stand out a little bit more you're struggling with showing up confidently. You feel like you want to radiate more like in your truth and just be a magnet for people. You want to lead from a place of true like authority. You want to be known for something in your space. You want to be a thought leader and you want to be able to just attract abundance and clients with ease, but you're just not sure how I got you girl. Like just stay tuned. I have a big announcement. It's coming in a very short period of time. So be following me on social media at the Melissa Martin. You'll hear it here on the podcast as well, but you'll be able to get all the details first on social. So I cannot wait to share this with you. It's just, mm, it's so juicy. I'm so excited to serve. I love you guys. Thank you so much. And if you think someone could really value from this episode, please share it with them. It would mean the world to me if you would help me get this message out. And until the next episode, don't forget to live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It is truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to fully step into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes and leaving me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.